Good day, listeners from all corners of time. This is Mark Twain, your storyteller, your guide, your humble servant in this unique venture called a podcast. It's akin to navigating uncharted waters, broadcasting my voice through the ether, but I reckon I've embarked on stranger journeys. Now I find myself in a curious position. Instead of fabricating yarns to entertain, I'm here to converse with a character born from my own ink. But before we plunge headlong into that dialogue, let's paint a picture of the world we're about to traverse. Close your eyes, dear listeners, and travel back with me, back to the mid-19th century, to a version of America that no longer exists. It was a country forging its identity, wrestling with the chains of its past while straining towards the promise of the future. Imagine rolling hills and expansive plains, vast forests and snaking rivers, particularly the mighty Mississippi, a titan of waterways that sliced through the heartland. The river, a symbol of freedom and adventure, a lifeline and a highway, became the stage for a peculiar tale of a boy and his raft. This was an era fraught with paradoxes, the same society that penned documents celebrating liberty, simultaneously shackled fellow humans in the abhorrent institution of slavery. A nation clamoring for progress, while many of its citizens languished in enforced ignorance and prejudice. It is within this world, a world teetering between a troubled past and an uncertain future, that a young lad named Huckleberry Finn drifted along the river, straying from convention and choosing his path. Now, Huck isn't your ordinary boy. He's got a spirit as wild as the river he navigates, an instinctive understanding of right and wrong that's sharper than a riverboat's whistle, and a yearning for freedom that'd put any bird to shame. He's a scruffy, barefoot rascal with tousled hair, often seen in the company of another renegade, Tom Sawyer. But today, we've pulled him away from his usual shenanigans for a rare, exclusive chat. Huck, would you kindly greet our listeners? Uh, hello there, folks. Ain't ever thought I'd be talking like this without even seeing who I'm talking to. But here goes nothing. Now that we've acquainted ourselves, let's peel back the layers of our setting a bit more. Our journey begins, like so many of my stories, on the banks of the Mississippi River. This isn't just any river, mind you. No, the Mississippi is a living, breathing entity. A force of nature with a will and whim of its own. A sanctuary for lost souls and the stage of countless tales. The Mississippi River, in all its glory and fury, serves as a mirror to our society. A society caught in a fierce struggle, grappling with its own duality, the promise of freedom and the grim reality of slavery, the aspirations of progress and the chains of ignorance. Ah, the grand old river. It has been both a witness and a participant in this great spectacle. It's seen the cruelty and kindness, the generosity and greed, the laughter and tears, and all these elements are woven into the narrative of the young man sitting across from me. Huck, you're no stranger to these contradictions. You've lived them, wrestled with them, and I dare say come out the wiser for them. Reckon you're right, Mr. Twain. Life on the river ain't all sunshine and catfish. It's got its own kind of trials and tribulations. Indeed it does, Huck. And it's these experiences that make your story a poignant tale for our listeners. It's not just a boy's adventure on a river raft... It's a journey into the heart of America, a voyage through the cross-currents of society, a glimpse into the human spirit. So, dear listeners, as we embark on this journey, picture yourself beside us, floating down the Mississippi under a starlit sky, with the whispering wind carrying our words. 
Let the rhythm of the river guide us as we explore the world through Huck's eyes and through his story, our own selves. Now hold on a minute, Mr. Twain. I ain't no guide or nothing. I'm just a boy who's seen a thing or two. Perhaps so, Huck. But sometimes a fresh perspective is exactly what we need to see the world anew. And who better than a free-spirited, clear-eyed youngster to provide that? After all, you've always had a knack for cutting through pretense and getting to the heart of things. Well, when you put it that way, Mr. Twain, I reckon I'm ready to share what I can. Our journey begins on the Mississippi, but this river doesn't merely traverse geography. It flows through the heart of society, through its virtues and vices, its struggles and triumphs. Huck, you've spent a fair share of your youth on this river. Tell me, how does it feel being out there adrift on the mighty river, away from the constraints of society, free as a bird? It's... it's like nothing else, Mr. Twain. Out there on the river, it's like you're your own person, answering to nobody but yourself and maybe the current. There ain't no rules except the ones you make. No shackles, no bounds. That's quite a profound view, Huck. And yet, even on the river, you couldn't completely escape the realities of our society, could you? Nah, I reckon not. Even in the middle of all that water, you can't wash away what's on the land. It always finds a way to catch up, like a stubborn burr. True, Huck. Our society, our culture, it clings to us, shapes us, even in the most isolated corners. For better or worse, it's a part of who we are. And we, in turn, have the power to influence it. Now, dear listeners, picture this. A young boy and a runaway slave, both outcasts in their own right, drifting down the Mississippi. The water stretches out around them, vast and untamed, like the future itself. They are but specks on this mighty river, and yet their story carries the weight of our shared humanity. I reckon we were just trying to survive, Mr. Twain. Didn't think much about carrying no weights. But if folks can learn something from it, reckon that's a good thing. Indeed, Huck. Your simple quest for freedom carries a message that resonates with us, even today. You and Jim, you're a testament to the power of friendship and empathy, a reminder of our shared humanity that transcends the color of our skin or the circumstances of our birth. Huck, as we drift down this river, a word comes to mind, freedom. A word so potent, so compelling, it's driven men to the greatest of heights and the deepest of despairs. You tasted this freedom on the river. What does it mean to you? Freedom, huh? To me, freedom's like this river. It ain't straightforward. It twists and turns. Sometimes it's smooth and calm, and other times it's wild and dangerous. But mostly, it's just being able to go wherever the current takes you, without nobody telling you otherwise. Quite an apt metaphor, Huck. Freedom as a river, ever-flowing, ever-changing. I believe many of our listeners could resonate with that. It's a universal yearning, the desire to be unbound, unrestricted. As the one who penned your story, I tried to explore this theme of freedom. Freedom from society's prejudices, from ignorance, from the chains of servitude. Yet freedom isn't without its perils, is it? That's true, Mr. Twain. Freedom ain't all sunshine. Sometimes it's having to make tough choices and stand by them. Sometimes it's being lonely. And sometimes it's just plain scary, not knowing what's around the next bend. Indeed, Huck. Freedom, much like this river, can be a harsh mistress. It requires courage to embrace it, wisdom to understand it, and strength to sustain it. But Huck, in your quest for freedom, you found something even more valuable. You found friendship, understanding, and empathy. 
In your companionship with Jim, you two created a space of freedom where societal norms faded into the background. Reckon we did, Mr. Twain. Me and Jim, we were just two folks alone and yet together trying to find our place in this big old world. You've touched on something profound there, Huck. In your shared experiences, you and Jim transcended societal bounds. And in doing so, you posed a question to us all. What is our place in this world, and how do our actions and beliefs shape it? I ain't one for big questions, Mr. Twain, but I reckon our place is where we choose it to be. And as for shaping the world, ain't that what we did? Me and Jim, we just wanted to live our lives, but we ended up changing each other and everything around us. An astute observation, Huck. Your story did indeed become a mirror, reflecting the complexities of our society, its moral dilemmas, and the power of individual choice. You and Jim were more than just fellow travelers on the river. Tell me, Huck, how do you think your bond with Jim influenced your understanding of freedom? Well, Mr. Twain, I reckon freedom ain't just about going wherever you want. It's about being who you are without fearing what others think. With Jim, I didn't have to pretend or play by rules that didn't make no sense. I could just be myself. Ah, the freedom to be oneself, that's indeed a precious thing, Huck. And it seems that in your friendship with Jim, you found a mutual understanding that defied societal norms and conventions. It's this very friendship, this defiance of norms, that imbued your story with such potency. In our society, where prejudice and discrimination were rampant, you chose empathy over indifference, understanding over ignorance. Reckon I did, Mr. Twain, and I'd do it again, no matter the odds. Therein lies the crux of your tale, Huck. The transformative power of empathy, the courage to defy unjust norms, and the quest for a deeper, more inclusive understanding of freedom. Huck, our society is often fraught with contradictions, full of rules that seem to make little sense, and steeped in prejudices that blind us to our shared humanity. I've tried to shed light on these through your story. What do you make of these societal norms and hypocrisies you've experienced? Things have changed, Mr. Twain, but reckon there's still a ways to go. I see folks still struggling, still trying to be free, and I figure we all got a part to play in that. Quite right, Huck. Progress has been made, but the journey towards true equality and understanding is far from over. As we sail into the future, we must continue to question, to empathize, and to grow. It's been a pleasure revisiting our shared journey, Huck. Any final thoughts you'd like to share with our listeners? Just this, Mr. Twain. Keep questioning, keep learning, and remember, freedom ain't just about where you can go. It's about being who you are without fear. As we close this chapter of our journey, we take with us a deeper understanding of freedom, empathy, and the courage to challenge societal norms. Huck's tale, as timeless as the Mississippi itself, remains a beacon, illuminating our path towards a more inclusive world. To our listeners around the world, thank you for joining us on this journey. It's been a pleasure having you with us, and we look forward to welcoming you back next time. This is Mark Twain, signing off. Remember, the river of life is full of twists and turns, but with empathy, courage, and a spirit of adventure, we can navigate it together. Goodbye for now, and keep those pages turning. And to you, Huck, thank you for sharing your story, your insights, and your spirit with us. You've given us much to ponder and reflect upon. It's been a pleasure, Mr. Twain. Reckon I learned a thing or two myself. Well, that's the beauty of these conversations, Huck. We're all learners here, and every story, every perspective enriches us. Until next time, my friend. <laughs>